question because that would have been perfect podcast. <laughs> well, we can't banter. Let them know all our secrets. No, you can't know everything. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's fun to see what's going on over here. Oh yeah, you never see I this never part. Get to see yeah. this? Which one's me? The bottom. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's you. You're the top. The top? Okay. You're the top. <laughs> oh, I'm showing up on both, though. Interesting. Well, yeah, because my mic's picking you up and your mic's picking me up. But my mic just picks me up louder. I'll pick you up. I'll pick you up, baby. <laughs> I'll pick you up in my jerk. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. To Conversations in Comfort We are live. From my bed. And From I'm Clara. Place. And I'm Alex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot the hype button. Oh, shoot. Well. That's okay. You know what? No hype. No there's, hype there's, today. There's, there's no hype in a... In a I was just going to say there's no hype in, in the bed, but that sounds <laughs> Not <weird>. mine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Um, oh, no. It's we've, funny because We've lost true. it. <laughs> we've lost it. Penny's here too. Penny's here. She's uncomfortable with the door closed. We've locked. We've shut her in. We have. She's squawking at the birds. And she looks like she's about to. She, yep. Yeah. See? There you she hear is. that? Right on cue. There she is. <laughs> she looks like she's about to jump. Here yep, she comes. She's mailing on your computer. Nope, there we go. And, and she's down. She's sniffing. She stuck the landing. She nailed it. <laughs> nailed you know it. when she does that? No, you, no, 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 no. Oh, she's gonna. She's gonna do it. <laughs> she. She does it. She steps on that computer. She's like, <laughs> she's like, this is my bed. Why are you here? You are not supposed to be here. You have some audacity. Oh, goodness. Bapping she's at like, me. <laughs> oh, well, yawn in oh, protest. Very tired. All right. We're exhausted here. So that's the play-by-play of what's going on. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, how are you? Oh, here's a PSA. Oh. Never say that things are going too well. Because. Especially when it's recorded. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Forever. For eternity. And ever. And ever. ever. <laughs> I don't remember how it goes. Yep. So just. I was trying to think of the word that is like that irrational fear. And it, when you like think things are going too well and something's going to go wrong. My life. It turns out it's reality. Oh, yeah. That's the word I was trying to think of. Reality. <laughs> yeah, so I've had a bad week. How are you? <laughs> Real bad. Are we just leaving it as it's been a bad week and we're going to move forward? I don't know. Should I talk about it? If you want to. It's up to you. Uh, my dad had to have open heart surgery and Paul. I didn't like it. Paul. 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 You know what you, know what you need to do now, Paul. I know you're a huge listener of the podcast. Big yes, fan. He loves it. Loves it. Listens all the time. <laughs> you need to grow the mustache back. <laughs> That's where his power lies. That is where your power lies, Paul. <laughs> Listen, he still has the mustache. He just also has a beard around it. Well, That's the something has to go. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the rest of your facial hair. He, he, all the power needs to be like centralized <laughs> in the middle of his face. Well, listen, they did have to shave like his chest. Does they that... touch his mustache? No, no. God, oh, phew. No. Oh, God. Okay. No. <laughs> but does that He's count? the only one I'd allow to have a mustache. Him and Tom Selleck. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my list. I mean, it's a 
it's a uniform requirement of the firefighters. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Because you can't to. have the beard because the mask doesn't fit. <laughs> I don't know if any of that's true. I, that's I just what my know cousin that they told all me. have it. And it's upsetting. <laughs> Paul, please confirm. My computer's on its... Never mind. We're not going to say that. Anyway, Paul's going to be great. <laughs> He's going to be fine. He's, He's going to be, gonna be totally fine. He's excelling. He took his first... So Did I even say what happened? You said he had to have open heart surgery. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he took his first walk and he was supposed to just... <gasps> he took his first steps? <laughs> no, yesterday. And he was supposed to just go to the door and back and he took a lap around the hall, baby. Paul. That's a Paul for you. That's a Paul. That's a Paul's That too. is a true Paul right there. So... Yeah, he's going to be fine. It was very scary. Oh, yeah. It's always really but, scary when things like that happen. So, Especially after you say everything's going really I well. Know. That's it. That's <laughs> so never say it. Never say I never will never say that. say that out loud. Don't even think it. No. Just, you know what? Who were we talking about a couple weeks ago that she had the ABCs of the what ABCs? not to do? And it was like, don't feel good about yourself. Don't. Oh! <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I think I'm on her side. Doris. No, Doris. De- Deborah? Delaney. Delaney. De- De- Doreen! Doreen. It was Doreen. Doreen. She's right. I'm on Doreen's side. Everybody listen back and take heed. Doreen, you're on to something. You <laughs> are on to something. <laughs> uh, okay, anyways, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> you know, just living the dream. Oh, yeah? Every day. Yeah. You know, nothing oh. nothing extremely exciting is going on. Okay. Did you... I feel like I, again, haven't talked to you hardly all week. I know. I've been, you know, work... <sighs> I'm still upset. It's just crazy, but it should be slowing down soon, oh, I think. Oh, goodness. That's what they tell me. Um, I believe when I see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, all I've been doing is working. Yeah. I got a new job, and I'm afraid that's going to be my life, She got a new too. job. But you get paid overtime. That's true. I don't. That's true. So I could, they they can work me, me longer getting hours. Getting paid overtime is still not going to be close. <laughs> How much you make though? <laughs> so potentially accurate. You are potentially accurate no, on I, that. Honey, I can see everybody. <laughs> oh, that's <paycheck>. that's true. <laughs> that's very true. You know. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. No. It's. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think. Uh, should I? <laughs> so at our office, and I told you about this today. Yes. Um, in in where we work in the Dakotas. Um, yes. There is. I'm a, in north, you're in south. Yes. <laughs> we believe. we meet in the middle. Um, <laughs> we meet on the line. We meet on the line. We record the podcast. We stay on our respective sides, though. Yeah. In my bed. In, in our bed. <laughs> We've moved the bed to like yeah. the line of North Dakota, and we're just sitting, you know, in a field. Yes. With a couple cows. Oh, um, God, that actually sounds incredible. Uh, Cletus and Clara. <laughs> Cletus. <laughs> Cletus. Are you Cletus? I don't know. Is Cletus, Cletus a cow's name? Uh, maybe. My da- does he my dad have cows? <laughs> Was one named Clara? N- no. Um, he had... Right. <laughs> <laughs> he had three cows, and he named them... I'm not joking. Oh, I think we have talked about that. Uh, T-Bone. Me. Okay, yeah. Wellington. Yes. And Jerky. <laughs> He's like, if I'm going to name them, they need to know what they're going to be. Sure. He's like, I do not want a surprise. I do not want them to, like, you know, be upset not when I see shoot them coming. between the eyes. <laughs> not see it coming. Your name was Wellington. Yeah. You knew what this was. You, you knew. You knew. You knew. <laughs> he said their meat was terrible. 
Um, oh, no. Well, because he didn't understand that corn fed, like, meant you fed them, like, fresh corn, not corn out of a can. He fed them corn. So he had these cows in, like, his backyard? He had a farm. But not a corn farm. Not a corn farm. Not a farm that knew how to feed a cow. <laughs> well, I think my dad would, like, come in and be like, are these cows being corn-fed? And they're like, what are you talking about? And he'd, like, chuck them a can of corn. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> it's my dad. That's he the craziest thing I've ever I have. I ha- you know how to check out. He's got some stories. <laughs> He's number Steve, one Costco card. He's number one Costco card. That's my card. favorite fact about your dad. Steve. One of many. Steve is a, Steve's got stories. Steve and his stories. we got to get him on the pod. Oh, I've tried. He has <laughs> zero interested. interest. He's not like, even a little. I don't really He doesn't like even Clara. listen. <laughs> no, he doesn't even listen. He's, we laugh too much. Oh. Yeah, we got to lock that. Yeah, we got to well, lock. if someone would edit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. You mean if there was okay. editing going on? I'm not going to laugh. Okay, what was I saying? I don't even remember. You were talking about how a lot of cows are named Clara, and it upsets <laughs> me. <laughs> no, it's true. Even in I Disneyland, it's the ice cream shop is Clarabelle. Yeah, Clarabelle the cow. People call me Clarabelle, and it's upsetting. I get offended. No, I don't. <laughs> but you're no, not I a don't. cow. Well. But cows are cute. Cows are kind of cute. Cows are cute. Especially babies. Especially like, baby the, the black and white ones. Yeah. Those are the cute cows. The brown ones are cute, though, The brown ones are cute, especially when they're little babies. The Guernseys, I think. What? Guernsey? Guernsey cow? Yeah. I'm from a dairy farm town. But we didn't have brown cows. We had had the black and white ones, and I don't know what they're called. (laughs) (laughs) The black and white cows? Guernsey? No. That's just the other island that's by. Also, I don't remember what I was talking about before we... Discussed. We were sitting in a field. We were talking about the Dakotas. Um, So I think I'm just gonna move on from that, Um, (laughs) (laughs) and I'll figure it out as I'm. Something about your job? No. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We weren't interested. It turns out. (laughs) Didn't didn't care. (laughs) Easily distracted, not interested. So I'm gonna jump ahead really quick. Okay. To what we normally do at the end of the pod. Yes. Okay. Yes. Which is yes, on yes, this yes, day. Yes. Okay. Because I was trying to calculate how to get you to do the birthdays. Like, who I has know, to go I know. first or whatever. I know. Don't so worry. So just I'm do just, it now. I'm just going to jump into okay. it now. It's the beginning of the show. We got to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, on this day today. Yes, today. Along with many other things that we'll talk about later. A few. I ran out of time. <laughs> I have I have a solid list. Okay, great. But today is Prince Rogers Nelson's birthday. Woo! Also known as the artist formerly known as Prince, also known as Prince. Which on my on this day, I, I will revisit the year when we do it, is when he celebrated his birthday by changing, changing his, name. his name to a, the, the play symbol. It's called the love symbol, is <laughs> oh, what okay, he called okay, it. Okay, okay. Um, yes, it was a very, I saw, I got that on, on this day too. Oh, he celebrated I was it because he changed you. his name. So anyway, I was... We were talking about this earlier today, and I had sent a GIF, and I said, this GIF is the background of one of my favorite stories about Prince ever. Because this is my podcast, and Clara's, I'm going to talk about Prince because I want to, dang it. It's his birthday. It's his birthday. I must. Um, So anyway, the GIF is of him shaking his head very, like... In an un- disapproving manner. Yeah, and kind of like making a, like, a Liz Lemon badger face. Yeah. 
So here's the story behind it. Okay. He was doing a concert special on MTV in 2004 okay. for his Musicology album. Sure. So part of it was part interview and it was part like a concert of him and his guitar, which is my favorite way to listen to Prince. It's him, guitar, done. <laughs> Nobody else. Nobody else. Get out. Goodbye. Revolution, who are they? Although they're fantastic. <laughs> I, I love the Revolution. Um, so anyway, it's him and he's sing. he's got a guitar and he's playing and he's singing the song called Cream. Okay. You think that you should let's you should read some of his other song titles. They're you know I gotta get into print. <laughs> the title Cream is tame. Cause you gotta have faith. Is that him? No. No, that's George Michael. Shoot. What's the print song? What's like uh, the purple most rain? famous one? Sing it. Uh purple rain, purple rain. <laughs> uh let's go crazy. Party like it's nineteen ninety nine. Oh sure, 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 yeah. sure, 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 sure. We're going to party like it's 1999. You've probably are. heard that in the year 1999. Oh, a bunch. A lot. A bunch, yeah. um, so anyway, he is playing his guitar. He's singing the song Cream. And he's got to the part of the song where he goes, you know, it's your time. And then the audience has to say back time. Okay. And so he goes, it's your time. And they go, time. And he stops. <laughs> and he goes, mm, 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 mm. They didn't mm-hmm. sing it well? They didn't sing it well. They didn't sing it at all or not well? They didn't sing it to his liking. <laughs> so he did it again. What a diva. And then they did it right and he goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> was like, oh, so, goodness. What city was it, do we know? I don't know, but it was, it's hilarious. I will have to show you the video because it's on video <laughs> and it's hilarious. It's him going, mm, 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 broken mirrors. This is te- terrible. <laughs> it's like you're amateurs. <laughs> so anyway, that is my, one of my favorite Prince oh, stories of all it. time. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Prince. Prince, you are Alex's Prince. You are my favorite. And I will Google you. And because... <laughs> He recorded so much before he died. We will. There is a potential to have new Prince music <laughs> until the year three thousand. Shut up! I will not. He was just. He just recorded everything he did. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, where is it? Let's do it. It's in the vault. It's in let's, the Prince vault. Let's open that vault. It's open. So you can listen to it. They haven't like they release it like in like. Increments. Increments. So they're planning to live to the year 3000. Yes. Because he wrote a lot for other people, too. Sure. Like, he would write music for other people, mm-hmm. but when he wrote it, he would record it himself first. Oh, I see. I see where we're so. going. Anyway, Prince is amazing. Happy birthday. HPD. Whoop, whoop. All right. Even though he's a Jehovah's Witness <laughs> and he didn't celebrate his birthday, so that kind of confused oh, me. Well, but we, anyway. We went backwards on that. Well, anyway. All right. So... Guess what we're doing this month, everybody? Do you have anything else for on for? We have other things that? to talk okay, about. Okay, sorry, I was I was ready to hop right into it. Have you watched all of the Stranger Things? Yes. Have you? Yes. Okay. So the it's only half of the season. The second half. There's two more episodes. Two more episodes. Just two oh, more. Okay, but it's coming two out more. Yeah, July first. And if you have not watched Stranger Things up until now. What are you doing with your life, first yeah. of all? Second, Stop just everything. skip over this because I don't want to spoil it for you. Well, I'm not going to spoil it. I just want to say oh, that... I want to. <laughs> okay. Well, I have written down the most unrealistic thing about Stranger Things is them all being able to climb that sheet rope. <laughs> yes! <laughs> In yes. episode seven, I was like, 
I would be sucking the upside down for I her. would just be like, all right, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm so sorry, but I... I'm going to die here. I was never able to climb the rope. I've never tried. I'm certain I wouldn't be able to. Oh, they had it in my elementary school. They had <gasps> no. ropes. Ooh, did you have to climb it? That was kind of like a thing in PE. Oh, no. Is you had to like. Like the president. You could try to like climb the rope. Oh, no. I couldn't. I, no. No. I would just hang there. Be like, like is this? Am I doing it? Sorry. And that, and that, <laughs> and the rope that we climbed didn't have like knots in it. There wasn't even like a place to put your feeties. No, that's not possible. Yeah, it was terrible. You're it was setting awful. people up for your failure. You, you really are. Thanks for my depression. I mean, first grade teacher. Yeah, no wonder you know we're all <laughs> overweight because they had us climb ropes and we're like, nah, fam. I'm like, I'm well, good. you can't do that, so I'm not gonna try and do yeah. anything. Is this exercise? No, thank you. No, thank, no, thank you. you. Um. Okay, and then we we're gonna talk about Johnny Depp. Yeah, we are. And Amber Heard. We certainly are. Johnny Depp kind of won, right? Basically. He won more than Amber Heard. He won a essentially. lot more than her. I mean, he was only suing her for $50 million. <laughs> Only. Well, <that's> adorable. <laughs> and he got 15 Yeah. She was suing for $100 million. And she got two. And she got two. So, like, percentage-wise? Which she's appealing... Water. Good, great. Good. Because Keep it going, Amber Heard. Mostly because her net worth is only $8 million. <laughs> well, you should have thought of that. So, she can't pay. Well, and she was going to donate all of her money. To- pledge. <laughs> I use them interchangeably. Uh, I pledge okay, this much. Tell me your thoughts. Um. So, here's my thing. Yeah. I love Johnny Depp. I've loved Johnny Depp forever Same. and ever and ever. Since Pirates of the Caribbean in 2004. Can I just tell you this? In high school, in art class, we had to do a charcoal drawing. Did you draw it? I did, Jackson. <gasps> <laughs> and it was honestly Stop very good. Stop it. I'm sure it's in some landfill somewhere, but <laughs> it was great. Okay, go on. So anyway, yes, I've, I've been in love with Johnny Depp since Pirates of the Caribbean. For honestly, sure. it was like my yeah. first experience mm-hmm. with Johnny Depp. And then I remembered, oh yeah, no, I had seen him in like, What's Eating Gilbert Grape and um, Betty and June, which is one of my personal favorites. I've also Um, never seen that. It's so good. It's uh, filmed in Spokane. (gasps) I know her. Yeah. Okay. Um, So anyway. Is that why you went to? uh, Yes, that is the only Uh North Dakota University in Spokane. (laughs) University of North Dakota, Spokane campus. Um, (laughs) So that's. The first thing okay. that I need to just admit. Yep. Do I think him and Amber Heard had the most perfect marriage? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. No chance. Do I think they fought? Probably. Absolutely. Because I will just say, being married, you fight. But having <laughs> sometimes a friend, not, you fight. Sometimes not fisticuffs. Sometimes. Sometimes we need to have a fisticuffs. conversation. <laughs> sometimes there needs to be fists and cuffs. <laughs> handcuffs is what we're talking yes. about okay great <laughs> um not cuffs of your shirt so but i think amber was malicious i think yes. she had with malicious intent with her op-ed it's like she, if she she wrote it and she was i didn't think anyone would connect to johnny depp who else were you married to okay. like so i think johnny was finally like vindicated yeah. Of his 
what happened and that yes it was defamation of character because it essentially ruined his career mm-hmm. like he got fired from... he got fired from grindelwald and the pirates of the caribbean, and pirates of the caribbean mm-hmm. and probably other things Those that we don't know about huge franchises um so i think we're just not hired for other yeah i mean we don't know what else he had cooking but and all amber heard had was aquaman which has do people have people seen aquaman i don't know she's not in it that often <laughs> Is there more than one? There's, I think there's two. Oh. We're trying. There's a petition to like get her removed from the second one. They've already Post filmed production? it. Post production. Post production. Is it like out? No, I don't think so. Penny hates a cool story. I know. Um, <laughs> she oh, okay. can read. So they're, just gonna, they're just gonna have to like cut her out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's his name? The guy from Game of Thrones. Jason Momoa. Oh. God bless him. God bless him, Mamo. God bless him. Um, so He's anyway, just be talking to himself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I think it it went the way it was supposed I to. I think so too. I think she. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if there was fists involved on Johnny's part. It is hard. The problem is, is that if she is lying, she is setting women back. Oh, years. 20 years oh, minimum. Men's. Because this is what, this is why people didn't go to the police before is because mm-hmm. nobody's going to believe them. Well, that's the thing people are saying now is like with the verdict that it set people, it set women back a few yeah. years. Like Me Too never happened. I'm like, right. no, 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 no. I don't think that's the case. I don't know. We'll have to see. I because think. I think it's, you know, she didn't, she brought it up in an op-ed. Yeah. Like, she didn't mention his name. She didn't mention his name. Yeah. Like, and then I think it kind of brings us to a point where it goes, you know, believe people when they're telling you things. But if there is evidence to prove the contrary, right. you have to take that into like, account too. Fact check. Yeah. Which is something we believe in in the podcast. We oh, fact check everything. <laughs> <laughs> that is our straight facts here. Nothing hard stance. Nothing is but to facts. Make sure it's true. Speaking of which, no, conspiracy no. pyramid. Conspiramid, we're back, baby. We did it. Speaking of only true facts, conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> That's a great segue that I didn't even plan. I know. That was great. <laughs> okay, so we are back on the conspiracy. We are, because re- she redid it she in redid 2021, it. I think. Okay, great. It's, oh my goodness. I sent it to you. Check no, the text I know, I messages. Haven't. Oh, there it is. Um, 2021, you're absolutely yeah. right. And it is Abby Richards. Abby Richards. At T-O-F-O-L-O-G-Y. Tophology? 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 Tophology. Tofuology. <laughs> tofu. No, 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 no. Tofuology. I've never, have you had tofu? Tofuology. Tofuology. Like tomfoolery. Have you had tofu? Oh, of course I have. Oh. It's not good. <laughs> I don't think I've, I've seen it. Sure. I've seen someone make it because Diane, my, my yeah, Diane, she's a, she's a pescatarian. She doesn't eat meat except for fish. Yep. So I've seen her make tofu before. It just looks like a sponge. That's what it tastes like. And I'm really not into eating sponges. Well, you can season it, but then it tastes like a, a seasoned, seasoned sponge. sponge. <laughs> exactly. So it's, yeah, 
<laughs> I'm big on texture, so yes. I don't think I would like that. You know, you would. It's a bad texture. Yeah, I don't like to. I te- She's it's a weird a bad texture. Texture. Uh, anyway, tufology. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so we are starting at the bottom of the pyramid, and we will work our starting way up from the bottom. Now we're here. Yep. And I think there's what five. There's five because there's four Tuesdays in this there's one two three yeah there's five so we're gonna have to work (laughs) i just told you that (laughs) remember fact checking oh i was just doing some fact checking smart smart. um so (laughs) unfortunately guys i hate to break it to you no no we are gonna have to bleed into child crime month oh yeah we're We're gonna have we're gonna have to lose a week of child crime month i know it's everybody's favorite mine's gonna be child crime and on the pyramid yeah, girl. You'll be the bridge. I'll you be the bridge. will be the bridge. I'll be the bridge. Love will build a bridge sure. between conspiracy and child crime. Mine's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be both. I'm sure you can do you can do a both. Probably. Or do you already have it? I don't know. I haven't do you think I've looked oh, that far? I'll talk to you about it because I've got some ideas. Okay. Okay, yeah, I have I have not got that far. Um I started at the bottom. Now we're here. Okay, so at the bottom. And there things are that actually happen. Categories too. Oh, really? <laughs> because the top one is now the anti-Semitic point of no return, which it was not before. I think it was though. Was it? I think it was the anti-Semitic point of no return. Okay. I feel like um, I remember that. Okay, so we are at we are below the speculation line. Yes. At things that actually happen. Yes. Which did you notice? Free Britney has moved into the things that actually happened category. Was it higher? It was higher. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it was. was like, it was in the blue. It was in the blue. It was in the blue, and now it's in the I green. Compare these. <laughs> okay, great. I did. I, I was bored. I I did notice Free Britney was there. It's funny because I did MK Ultra and you did Free Britney. And they're right next to each yeah, other. Yeah, and I also the Nyira Ni- uh-huh, testimony, yep. which is right on top. Um, and I don't know Oh my goodness! So we're, really, we're doing we're it in order, really working our way up. Except now we're going. Now we're going. Now crazy. we're going rogue. I'm going up to the top. Ooh, I'm going about right there. Right in the middle. Right in the mids. Okay, I want to go first. Okay, you go first. Because I don't really like it, and it makes me uncomfortable, and I want to get it over with. Okay. Uh, also, I have to figure out how to say it. I've been struggling to say it in my head, so no. Okay, <laughs> it geez. is. Uh, Cointelpro. Does that sound? Cointelpro? No, you'd think. Okay, Cointelpro. Mm. I'll yeah. explain why. Okay. But let me start first. On... Intel. <gasps> Spoiler. I, I figured did, it out. I did up and down eyebrows, so she saw. Okay, on March 8th, 1971, so 51 years ago, which is not long enough. No, not. Everyone in the small town of Media, Pennsylvania, mm. were glued to their TVs watching the fight of the century mm. in Madison Square Garden between Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier. Mm. Everyone, that is, except a cab driver, a daycare provider, and two professors. That seems like a weird group of people to not be watching a fight. This ragtag team <laughs> of... a ragtag team! Ragtag team dumbed... Dumbed. 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 <laughs> dubbed themselves the Citizens Commission to Investigate the FBI. Oh, okay. And they were investigating, all right. They were investigating by breaking into the FBI office mm. in Media, Pennsylvania. What? And stealing more than 1,000 classified documents. Oh. 
The Citizens Commission started mailing copies of these documents to newspapers, which eventually exposed... <laughs> can't remember. COINTELPRO? COINTELPRO. It's just... It looks like COINTELPRO. It looks like COINTELPRO. COINTELPRO. Like, like, like a knockoff Coinstar. Which is the FBI's secret counterintelligence program. So, <gasps> counterintelligence intelligence program. P.O. PRO. <laughs> Anyways, it used unco- unconstitutional practices of surveillance, infiltration, and distribution of groups engaged in protests and social changes. So is this like the OG NSA? Uh, kind of. Oh, okay. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what they found, uh, the people that broke into the building, was evidence that a series of covert and illegal projects were being conducted by the United States FBI. Uh-oh. Rude. These projects were aimed at surveilling, infiltrating, discrediting, and disrupting domestic American political organizations. Ooh. Targets included activists of the Civil Rights Movement and uh-huh. Black Power Movement, including Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, and the Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. Also, feminist organizations, environmentalists, and animal rights organizations, and a war groups, the Student Nonviolent coordinating committee okay the american indian movement puerto rican independence group etc etc the the list goes on and on and on so basically it's anyone wanting any kind of change okay anyone who was not a white man straight white who wanted white men yeah straight white men straight white men got it who didn't want straight white men to continue in absolute power Mm -hmm. so queen (laughs) tilpro Started in August of 1956. Originally, it was set up more or less with good intentions, question mark. Okay. Basically, well, let's say officially, it was created to cause disruption and split up the Communist Party in the USA. Mm, oh. <laughs> um, but Did they put their hands up? <laughs> yeah. Are they playing their song? <laughs> Did the butterflies the fly butterflies, away? It, <laughs> yes, the butterflies okay. were gone. No butterflies. No butterflies. Okay, but it quickly became an effort to suppress any political movements through an array of illegal activities. And it only took two months to move into super shady territory. Oh, two months. Okay. So they start out just kind of snooping on people they think are communists, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But two months into the program, J. Edgar Hoover... Mm, reclassified the uh, FBI's surveillance like umbrella to include black leaders. Oh. And his justification was that the movement, aka the civil rights movement, was Heard infiltrated by communists. Of course, it's always the communists. <laughs> yes. Uh, to me, it's very suspicious timing because Dr. T.R.M. Howard was term who was a civil rights leader a surgeon and a wealthy entrepreneur had recently criticized the fbi because of the lack of investigation into recent murders Penny of african americans in the south she's having a tough time the door's closed i know but she'll just do it on the other side if we let her out i know yeah she's fine connie's coughing up a lot okay <laughs> so ooh, ooh. okay so the TRM Howard, he was, 
he was like criticizing the FBI because of lack of investigation into recent murders mm -hmm. of African Americans in the South. Yeah. So Hoover, he's like, no, no, I'm not changing the rules because he criticized us. It's because you're communists. You are a bunch of communists. How dare you? So this actually brings us to a second subject, I believe, on the bottom line of the period pyramid, I'm hoping. Um, so who's probably the most famous civil rights movement leader who I already mentioned? That's right. It's Dr. <laughs> Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. You know. That, that guy. You know he's famous for being a communist. He very. He's like, you know, communist number one. Yes. <laughs> Him and he's, Putin are He's BFFs. who I think of when I think yeah. of communism. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Yes. Uh, he had a dream and it was communism. And it was to all be paid. Uh, the same the and same. not have enough bread somehow. Yeah, no bread. <laughs> yes, okay. Penny, no bread. Thank she's you like, for your... I love bread. <laughs> she's doing like barrel rolls. I know. She's very upset. We may need to let her out. Okay. Okay, pause, pause. Hold on, everybody. Well, we're hold, hold on, everybody. We're, we're pausing. <laughs> All right. Good Penny is uh, okay. allowed out. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Martin Luther King Jr., the communist. communist. So there were... A uh, few people that um, uh, 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 they went after using. There were few people that they went after using um, COINTELPRO's. Whenever it's in the future of the sentence, I panic. Oh. <laughs> COINTELPRO's shady tactics uh, as hard as Martin Luther King Jr. Okay. Who's a major target? Mm -hmm. So after Hoover saw King speak in front of a quarter of a million people at the mall in Washington. Um, to champion civil rights. Mm -hmm. And have know. a dream. And have a dream. Like in Forrest Gump. <laughs> he was there. <laughs> he was there. Yeah, he was. Um, he, whoever decided it was time to act. He asked Attorney General Robert F. Kennedy mm -hmm. to approve a wiretap on King's phone. Mm. Kennedy agreed because, according to his lawyer, it was to protect King. Kennedy knew that there was no way that he was a communist, so that would prove it, Obviously. right? Like, go ahead. Do it. Let him prove himself mm -hmm. secretly <laughs> that he doesn't know about. Um, ultimately, this makes he, total sense. Yeah. Ultimately, he was right. The wiretaps proved that King did not support communis communism at all, and mm -hmm. he wasn't secretly trying to convince anyone that they should all be communists. That's probably one call that's like, you know what I don't like? Communists. <laughs> You know what I'm not? A communist. <laughs> Dang it. Got on the first call. Uh, um, okay, so then... Oh, no. My, top, my microphone fell, top <laughs> fell off. When three civil rights workers disappeared in Mississippi, oh. um, King publicly questioned the FBI, asking if they had done enough to safeguard the lives of civil rights activists and black citizens. And this enraged Hoover. Enraged. As we know, he does not like to be criticized. He is a wacky, inflatable tube man. Rage. <laughs> Let's probably change the name of that. Damn. Okay, so Hoover began telling reporters <laughs> that King was, quote, the most notorious liar in the country. Oh, boy. Hoover decided that MLK was J was an enemy to the country. Mm -hmm. So here we are. Um... King has been wiretapped for some time now, mm -hmm. despite never mentioning communism, much less pushing a communist agenda or propaganda mm -hmm. or anything. <clears throat> but the the tapping continued. Mm -hmm. And now 
he's criticizing or even questioning the FBI publicly. Oh, jeez. So that made Hoover basically double down. So now rather than listening for proof that he was a communist, they were just trying to get dirt. Trying to get something. Like, we don't care, just get something. Yeah, we just need something. So the FBI compiled a tape of recordings of King's phone calls documenting some of his sexual indiscretions. <gasps> Oopsie. Oopsie doodles. And two days after the announcement of King's impending Nobel Peace Prize, mm-hmm. the FBI sent the tapes to King along with an quote unquote anonymous letter. <laughs> that basically told <laughs> On FBI him, letterhead. <laughs> yes. That basically told him to kill himself. Oh, and that weird. he had thirty four days to do it. And I read the letter. Thirty four. It's, it's quite mean. Uh, they call him abnormal and a beast a lot. Mm. And honestly, it's just poorly written. Like, I wasn't impressed. And you're terrible. Yeah, you're a beast. Yeah, beast. You're an abnormal. You're, you're just not nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he was also informed that the tape would be released to the media if he did not commit suicide prior to accepting his oh, Nobel geez. Peace Prize. So, as we know, he did not comply. He did not, no. Um, But even after he was assassinated, Hoover continued to try to discredit King and his legacy. Great. Not a nice guy, that J. Edgar. (laughs) What a nice guy. Another target of Hoover, I mean, COINTELPRO, was Fred Hampton. (laughs) Fred was an American activist and deputy chairman of the National Black Panther Party mm-hmm. and chair of the Illinois chapter. Mm-hmm. The FBI believed that Fred's leadership and talent for communication made him a major threat among the Black Panther leaders and therefore began to surveil him. Mm-hmm. They tapped his mother's phone and they put Fred on their agitator index as a quote <laughs> key militant leader. You know what else I want to put on the agitator index? A lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people and a lot of things. I also want to start an agitator index because that's incredible. Me too. We're, we'll work on that. It. Yes. We'll work on it. An agitator index. I love it. Uh, J. Edgar, you had one good J. idea. J. Edgar will be on it. <laughs> uh, but not Fred. In late 1968, the FBI recruited William O'Neill mm-hmm. to work with them. He had recently been arrested twice for interstate car theft and impersonating a federal officer. Mm. In exchange for having his federal charges dropped, O'Neill agreed to basically spy on Fred. So William joined the Black Panthers, and he quickly rose to director of chapter security and Fred's bodyguard. Um, William wrote that the Panthers were primarily... Uh, feeding breakfast to children and Hoover's response was a memo basically saying that William would go back to jail if he didn't Mm -hmm. find evidence supporting Hoover's view that they were a quote violence prone organization seeking to overthrow the government by revolutionary means Uh (laughs) Uh, William was told to create a rift between the Black Panthers and other activist groups in the area the FBI also released a batch of anonymous racist cartoons in the Panthers' oh, name aimed at alienating white activists. <clears throat> COINTELPRO was not just surveillance. Um, it had an agenda to incite rivalries, jealousy, and try to get people to fight against each other and not trust each other. Yes, Sounds like Twitter. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I know. In early October... Bad Boy Billy, a.k.a. William, told the FBI that the Panthers' stockpile of arms was stored at Friend's house, 
and drew up a map of the apartment. Oh, jeez. So at 4 a.m. in early December 1969, a heavily armed police force teamed up team arrived at Fred's home and stormed the apartment. Mm. Mark Clark was sitting in the front room as the lookout, mm-hmm. and he was shot in the chest, killing him instantly. jeez. Oh, then they moved to the back room where Fred and his nine-month pregnant girlfriend were sleeping and shot Fred point-blank in the head. Oof. At a press conference the next day, the police announced the arrest team had been attacked by the, quote, violent and extremely vicious panthers and mm. defended themselves accordingly. These people were sleeping. Um, So vicious, even in their sleep. Yep. So those are just two stories of, like, well-known people. Mm -hmm. Um, At one point, they wrote a letter to an actress saying that they were going to expose her pregnancy to, like, cause her embarrassment. What? Because she was a financial supporter of the Black Panther Party. So you can see it goes from, like, dumb to, To like, murder, basically. Like, yeah, so this is this is what we're dealing with. Their methods included um, infiltration. Basically, agents and informers did not merely spy on political activists, but their main purpose was to discredit, disrupt, and negatively redirect action. Hmm. Their very presence served to undermine trust and scare off potential supporters. Um, the FBI and police exploited this fear to smear genuineness. Genuine activists as agents. Oh, jeez. Okay, and then they used psychological warfare. They planted false media stories and published bogus leaflets and other publications in the name of targeted groups. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> they forced correspondents, sent anonymous letters, and made anonymous telephone calls. They spread a misinformation about meeting and events, set up pseudo-movement groups run by government agents and manipulated or strong-arm Parents, employers, landlords, school officials, and others to cause trouble for the activists. Mm. Harassment via the legal system. Of course. The FBI and the police abuse the legal system. <laughs> that's different. What? Though, so that's fine. <clears throat> um, to, con- to conduct l- illegal break-ins in order to search dissident homes, to commit vandalism, assaults, beatings, assassinations, and to frighten or eliminate, eliminate dissidents and disrupt their movements. Mm. And then finally we have undermine the public opinion. One of the primary ways the FBI targeted organizations was by challenging their reputation in the community and denying that platform to gain legitimate legitimacy. Hoover specifically designed programs to block leaders from, quote, spreading their philosophy publicly or through the communications media. <clears throat> um, okay, so... Clearly, things have gotten out of hand. Clearly. It's no longer about communists. No, it's just which it people they don't was. like. Yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> so, um, we go back to the beginning of the story. That ragtag team that the rag- dubbed themselves the Citizens Commission to investigate the FBI. Team. Um, mailing out all this terrible stuff the FBI was doing. Mm-hmm. Manipulating and listening to. So, they mail out copies to a bunch of news organizations. And initially, no one's willing to publish anything. Mm -hmm. But eventually, after affirming the reliability of the documents, they, um, (laughs) they, oh, nuts. I had the news organization written, or I mean, I meant to write it down, but. Oh, but it's just that. After that, other organizations (laughs) fall into it. Documents secured by um, Senate investigators in the early 1970s reveal that the FBI 
actively encouraged violence <clears throat> between the Panthers and other radical groups. This provoked multiple murders in cities throughout the country. Ooh. Within the year of the papers getting published, Hoover mm-hmm. declared that COINTELPRO, I mm-hmm. feel like I've said it different every time, was over and all in uh, all counterintelligence operations would be handled case by case going case forward. By case. No one was reprimanded. No, of course not. In 1976, Why? the Church Committee was selected to investigate abuse by the CIA, NSA, FBI, and IRS. Oops. So we touched on the Church Committee very briefly in mm-hmm. the MK Ultra episode. Yeah. Is anybody feeling weird? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, they, so they investigate. COINTELPRO mm-hmm. and find that, yeah, it violated a bunch of stuff, yeah. including um, statutory prohibitions and infringed on cost- constitutional rights of American citizens. Oh, Unsavory, harmful, and vicious taxics- tactics have been employed. Including, yeah, Including anonymous attempts to break up marriages. Oh. Distruf- distru- Distrust? Disrupt oh. meetings ostracize persons from their professions and provoke target groups who into rivalries that might result in death. Ew. They found that the most serious breaches of duty were those of senior officials who were responsible for controlling intelligence activities mm-hmm. and generally failed to assure compliance Ew. with the law. Well, that'll do it. So they shut down COINTELEPRO, pro. <laughs> But obviously... Okay, that time you did say it absolutely differently. <laughs> COINTELPRO. <laughs> COINTELPRO. Oops, I added a different, another syllable. Yeah, you did. You, you added a syllable. <laughs> COINTELPRO. But obviously, domestic espionage has continued until forever. Yeah, it's um, still going on I don't today. have to go into it, though. But the Citizens Commission into investigating the FBI members hmm. were never caught. No. The FBI had 200 agents working on the case, but it was never solved. And the investigation was closed after five years mm-hmm. because the statute of limitations ran out. But how do we know who they are? Do we? You just said they were a cab driver and... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seven out of eight... <laughs> Seven out of eight... <laughs> That's a great... Great call. I mean, just saying. <laughs> we know what they did. <laughs> okay, seven out of eight of them finally revealed their names in 2014 when a journalist writing a book about the incident found them. And let's just say she should work for the FBI because she outsmarted 200 FBI agents. I mean, okay, so who run the world? <laughs> girls. <laughs> uh, they're Keith Forsyth, Bonnie Rains, John C. Rains, Bonnie's husband, mm. Robert Bill Williamson. Uh, Ralph Daniel, Judy Fangold, and the mastermind recruiter, William Davidson. And then finally, one of them goes by a pseudonym, Susan Smith. Susan. So that is COINTELPRO. It's uh, upsetting and still happening. (laughs) Probably. I mean, it it sounds like the precursor to what we know as the NSA. Yeah. Yep. And the... um, and that's the one George Bush <laughs> action. The I'll NSA? Think of it later. No, I'll think of it later. I'll get back to you. Okay, get back to me. We'll follow up. Something, something act. Follow. Oh, Patriot Act. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you <know> that one. <laughs> the Patriot Act. Yeah. Well, that's good. I didn't know anything about Cohen. Co- me co- either. Cohen Telpro. And I wish I had given myself at least one more day to research. Well. <laughs> I don't know how well I'm going to do. 
Um, I'd like to first. Okay, but I actually know almost the only thing I know about yours. Yeah. Is from again, Forrest Gump. <laughs> I might need to crack I back. know it from, uh, I first heard about it actually from a great movie in the 2000s called Dick. Oh, sure. Um, heard of it, I've never seen it. It's a great movie. Uh, it is about Watergate. So Watergate. I am talking about the Watergate scandal. And um, I don't know if we'd consider this my public apology, but I would like to <gasps> apologize because I am probably going to get this so wrong. Yay! And have no answers for any of you. Okay, I will try to ask um, minimal questions. Adam Brady. I'm going to have so many, though. If you're out there listening while you're on your spin bike or whatever the heck you're doing <laughs> in between sets or whatever, I'm sorry. He's going to walk out of the gym again. Get get on the show and explain to me. Should we we need our stop now? We need our, chief, we need our chief <laughs> political kidding. correspondent. Correspond. All right. So, right. no, I'm going to do it. Yeah, you got it. this. I'm not going to know if you're wrong. So, Watergate. Uh, first, got to start with the election of 1968. Well, longer ago than I thought. Yeah, where okay. uh, Richard Milhouse Nixon Heard of him. is elected Milhouse. president. Bill, I put that in there. I'm like, it's Milhouse. Um, is elected president and was inaugurated in January 1969. He was a Republican from California. Hello. Which those usually don't go hand in hand, but here we are. Yeah, not anymore, certainly. Certainly not. All right, so fast forward to January 27th, 1972. Uh, the Finance Council for the Committee of the Re-Election of the President, whose name is G. Gordon Liddy. Liddy? Liddy! Um, <laughs> this is good as Tweety. And he was a former aide to this guy named John, uh, presented a campaign intelligence plan to the Committee for the Re-Election of the President, or CRP. 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 Uh, acting Chairman. Um, the Acting Chairman, Attorney General, and the Presidential Council that involved extensive illegal activities against the Democratic Party. Great. According <laughs> to the Presidential Council, whose name is John Dean, this marked, quote, the opening scene of the worst political scandal of the 20th century and the beginning of the end of the Nixon presidency. Uh-oh. Mm, and not good. Okay. So, um, despite, like, how the enormous impact of the Watergate scandal, and, like, we've all heard about it, we all kind of know about it. Yeah. Um, the purpose and why they did it has never been conclusively established. What? Um, Secret. Secret. So, but records from the United States versus Liddy trial um, made public in 2013 showed that four of the five burglars testified that they were told the campaign operation hoped to find evidence that linked Cuban funding to Democratic campaigns. Mm, okay. Remember, this was when this we were all Cold afraid War of Cuba. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Bay right? pigs, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, the. Attorney General, uh, James John Mitchell, viewed the plan as unrealistic. He's like, it's not possible. We can't do that. Uh, two months later, though, he approved a reduced version of the plan. Oh, he's like, but we can do this. Uh, which include burglarizing the Democratic National Committee's headquarters located, where else? <gasps> the Watergate Complex in Washington, oh, D.C. sure. Why not? Um, Austin. Basically, to photograph campaign documents and install listening devices in telephones. Uh-oh. See? They've been doing it forever. Yep. 
So in, I mean, not forever. In or May, forever. um, this guy who I didn't put his first name here. Great. So he's a dude. Assigned a former FBI agent to carry out the wiretapping and monitor the telephone conversations afterward. On the 11th of May, um, the FBI uh, agent, whose name's Alfred, uh, investigated, basically arranged for him to stay at the Howard Johnson Motel across the the street from from Watergate. He has to stay at the hotel across the street. Across from the fancy hotel. Yeah. That's amazing. You, sir, across the street. I love it. But this is important. Okay. Remember, he is across the street. I will never forget he's at the hotel. At the hotel. Okay. Um, Room 419 was booked um, under a company name and at the behest of Liddy and other people. uh, Mm -hmm. McCord, who apparently is the guy who's, like, in charge of the ragtag team of break-in burglars. <laughs> we got another ragtag. We got another ragtag. Uh, prepared for their first water grape break-in, which began on May 28th. Okay. So May 28th, two phones inside the DNC headquarters offices were said to have been wiretapped. One was Robert Spencer Oliver's phone. Um, and at the time, he was working as the executive director of the Association of State Democratic Chairmen. Okay. Important dude. Um, the other phone belonged to DNC Chairman Larry O'Brien. Um, oh, Larry. But the FBI found no evidence that O'Brien's phone was actually bugged. Hmm. However, it was determined that an effective listening device was installed in Oliver's phone. While successful with the installing of the listening devices, the committee agents soon determined that they needed repairs. <laughs> okay. They're like, okay, we did it. They're in there. But they're broken. But they're broken. We gotta go. We gotta, we gotta go back. <laughs> What the heck? So they plotted a second burglary to go and fix the listening devices. Oh, dummies. Dummies. <laughs> All right. So sometime after midnight on June 17th, 1972. 72, okay. Watergate Complex security guard Frank Willis noticed tape covering the latches <laughs> on some of the complex's doors leading oh from the underground goodness. parking garage to several offices. Which, as you know, if yes. you tape locks on doors... It won't lock. It won't lock. Um, latch. Frank, God bless him, <laughs> removed the tape. Oh, thank you, Frank. <laughs> he removed the tape. He goes, yeah. this is stupid. It's like, this doesn't seem... He's like, the door regulation. won't shut. This is a security issue. <laughs> I am a security guard. I am the guard Let me of do my job. So he removed the tape. Um... When he returned a short time later, the locks were taped again. Oh, my goodness. So he... Uh, He's like, this must be fine. He called, uh, he called the popo. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. So responding to the call was an unmarked police car with three plainclothes officers. Okay, sneaky. Um, they were working the overnight what they called the bum squad. Okay. Which they were dressed as hippies and on the lookout for drug deals and hippies. other street crimes. <laughs> They were wearing bell bottoms. Yeah, so it was a bunch of <laughs> cops that were like where have bell bottoms and afros and like a, pais- a paisley yes. top. Yes, tight, tight, tucked in paisley top. Yes, all buttons Giant unbuttoned. Giant collar, huge collar. Love it. White shoes. Yes. Um. So, <laughs> um. Yeah. So the bum squad shows up. Um, of course they do. Now remember our buddy, our spotter. Yes. Across the street at the, at the hojo. hojo. I do. 
Um, well, he oh, failed <laughs> to observe the arrival of the police officers because he was way too distracted watching the classic film <gasps> Attack of the Puppet People. <laughs> what? <laughs> That sounds terrifying. I've never heard of I'm it. I'm scared of it. I don't know what it is. Is it like Chucky? I don't know, but he was watching Attack of the Puppet People. <laughs> he could not be bothered. He could not have the TV on <laughs> if you're did. the lookout. If you're the lookout, don't watch TV. <laughs> that is rule number one they teach you in lookout school. Well, yes. <laughs> Academic school. Um, he's also like, those are just bums. Those aren't cops. Yeah. I can keep watching the puppets. Yeah, look at Dang the Puppets. <laughs> I love a ventriloquist. Where is that man's hand? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, watching Attack of the Puppets. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> and he also didn't see the plainclothes officers investigating the sixth floor suites of the DNC's area at Watergate. He's terrible. Is the Hojo up that high, though? I feel like they're not usually that tall. Well, I feel like he can, like, you know, look out and up. Sure, 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 sure. Um, He does have neck rotation. So, by... And remember, the tape on the locks? I do. This was the night they were planning the second burglary. Okay. (laughs) I'm not shocked by this. And the second burglary was actively going on at this time. (laughs) Okay. While our lookout is watching okay. Attack of the Pup Sure. People. He's like, I nailed it the first time. Yeah, he's like, I mean, got this. this. Fine. Um, so, by the time that he realized what was going on, there was unusual activity going on uh-huh. on the sixth floor, um, and radioed the burglars, <laughs> it was too late. He's like, they're, uh, they're, oh, they're handcuffing you. Oopsie doodles. <laughs> Um, so the police apprehended five men, which were later identified as Virgilio, Vir- Virgilio, Virgilio Gonzalez, Bernard Barker, James Bernard Mac- Barker, James McCord. Ooh, it, ooh, it might be the McCord in the beginning. Um, Eugen- <laughs> <laughs> Eugenio Martinez and Frank Sturgis. Sturgis. They were charged with attempted attempted burglary and attempted in- interception of a telephone and other communications. Um, the Washington Post reported that police found lockpicks and door jimmies almost, I don't know what a door jimmy is, but it uh, sounds fun. Lockpick. Sounds like something attacking and the puppet. Jimmy out the door. Puppet, puppet people will have. Jimmy out the door? Jimmy open Jimmy the open door. Jimmy open the door? I don't know. It's racist. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you're not supposed to say that. Uh, almost $2,300 in cash. Ooh. Most of it in $100 bills with serial numbers in sequence. Smart. Uh, yes. and a short wave receiver that could pick up police calls. 40 rolls, of, 40 rolls of unexposed film, two 35-millimeter cameras, and three pen-sized tear gas guns. Ooh, that doesn't seem like enough. That's serious spy well, work right there. how much tear gas hurts your eyes? Just one pen? I would imagine. Anything in my eye hurts. That's true. Cotton. Cotton? <laughs> the cotton in the air. So within hour of the burglar's arrest, the FBI discovered Howard Hunt's name in... Barker and Martinez's address book. <laughs> this is way funnier than Isn't I thought great? it was. Isn't be. it great? Um, so Nixon administration officials were concerned because Hunt and Liddy were also involved in separate secret activity Oops. known as the White House Plumbers, which okay. was established to stop security leaks and investigate uh, other sensitive it. security matters. That's funny. 
Uh, Nixon's own reaction to the break-in, at least initially, was one of skepticism. Uh, the Watergate prosecutor was sure that Nixon had not known in advance of the break-ins. Um, as evidence, he cited a conversation taped on June 23rd between the president and his chief of staff, in which Nixon asked, who was the asshole that did that? <sighs> and Nixon was a filthy, filthy, dirty man. Oh, yeah. He was uh, an actor, wasn't he? He was. No, that's Reagan. Oh, shoot. I've always thought it was. Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> it was Re- Reagan was the actor. Well, my bad. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> Apologies to both. Uh, however, Nixon also ordered his chief of staff to have the CIA block the FBI's investigation into the source of the funding for the burglary. Right, row. Red flag. You see it? I see it. It's waving. She's a flying. Uh, on June 19, 1972, the press reported that one of the Watergate burglars was a Republican Party security aide. Um, the former attorney general, remember John in the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, who was the head of the CRP, denied any involvement in the Watergate break-in. He also disavowed any knowledge whatsoever of the five burglars. Well... On August 1st, a $25,000 cashier's check was found to have been deposited in the U.S. and Mexican bank accounts of the Watergate burglars. um, (laughs) Which uh, made the check out to the finance committee for the committee to reelect the president. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's this it's, is like the three stooges. It's very to... sloppy. <laughs> uh, the money oh my goodness. Um, and several other checks which had been lawfully donated to the CRP had been directly used to finance the burglary and wiretapping expenses. <laughs> In the memo they write Here, just for Watergate. Just from to, Watergate. Just take this check. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't ask anything. Uh so never the, be able to trace it back to us. The connection between the break-in and the re-election committee was highlighted by the media. Um, in particular, investigative coverage by the Washington Post, the T- Time, and the New York Times. Uh, the coverage dramatically increased publicly and cons- consequent political and legal repercussions. Um, relying heavily upon anonymous sources, Post reporters Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein uncovered information suggesting the knowledge of the break-in and attempts to cover it up led deeply into the upper reaches of the Justice Department, Hmm. FBI, CIA, and the White House. Uh, Woodward and Bernstein interviewed um, the bookkeeper for Nixon's re-election campaign, who revealed to them about the mishandling of funds and records being destroyed. (laughs) Okay. So chief among their Woodward and Bernstein's, like, source Uh was an individual whom Woodward, who they nicknamed Deep Throat. Okay, yes. So, 33 years later, in 2005, the informant was finally identified Mm -hmm. as William Mark Felt Sr., Mm -hmm. who was a deputy director of the FBI during the period of the 1970s. Um, He met secretly with Woodward and Bernstein several times, telling them of Howard Hunt's involvement with the Watergate break-in, and that the White House staff regarded the stakes in Watergate as extremely high. (laughs) Um, felt warned felt warned them that the FBI wanted to know where he and other reporters were getting their information as they were under uncovering a wider web of crimes that the F than the FBI first disclosed. Oh boy. And all of these secret meetings <clears throat> took place in an underground parking garage. At the hotel? 
Probably. <laughs> the, right across the street at the Hojo. <laughs> While they're all watching Attack of the Public People. <laughs> they just turned it on real loud so no one can listen. Exactly. Uh, in So, while all of this is going on, mm-hmm. um, in on November 7th, 1972, Nixon gets reelected. Perfect. For a second term. Yeah. Uh, so, on February 7th, 1973, the United States Senate voted 77 to 0 um, oh. to establish a select committee to investigate Watergate. Okay. Um, the hearings held by the Senate committee in which Dean and the other former administration officials uh, were broadcast on TV from May 17th to August 7th. And all three major networks, um, ABC, NBC, and CBS, mm-hmm. um, all took turns covering the hearings live. Oh, interesting. Thus, each network thus maintaining coverage of the hearings every third day. Huh. So, like... ABC would have it, yeah. then it's CBS, then NBC. Then ABC. Then ABC, again. Um, an estimated 85% of Americans with television sets wow. tuned into at least one portion of the hearing. Huh. Which is a lot of people. That's a lot. I mean, it's a small group of people that had TVs at the time, but it's a lot of people. Uh, on Monday, July... <laughs> oh, no. Nope. On Friday, July 13th. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. During a preliminary interview, uh, Deputy Minority Counsel Donald Sanders asked White House Assistant Alexander Butterfield if there was any type of recording system in the White House. Mm-hmm. Uh, Butterfield was reluctant to answer, but finally admitted there was a new system in the White House that automatically recorded everything that said in the Oval Office, mm-hmm. the Cabinet Room, and others, as well as Nixon's private office in the old executive building. Did everyone know that? Did Nixon know that? I think Nixon knew it. Uh, Nobody else really did. Uh, so on July 16th, in front of the live televised audience, okay, great. Um, Chief Minority Counsel Fred Thompson, another guy, mm-hmm. asked Butterfield whether he was aware of the installation of any listening devices in the Oval Office of the President. Uh, Butterfield like, answered correctly because you're under oath. Yeah. Um, and his re- revelation of the taping system transformed the Watergate scandal. Hmm. Um, the tapes were immediately subpoenaed, um, but Nixon refused to release them, citing executive privilege as the president. Okay. Um, like, and I don't need to. Ordered, um, this guy, <laughs> some dude, his last name's Cox. That's all I got. <laughs> um, and, uh, and ordered him to drop the subpoena, but he refused. Okay. Like, nah, not going to. No, thank you. Sorry, bud. Um, so after he refused to drop the subpoena, this is in October, Nixon ordered the Attorney General Elliot Richardson to fire fire the special prosecutor. The Cox guy, he's the special prosecutor. Okay. Um, Richardson resigned in protest rather than to carry out the order. Okay. Um, huh. Nixon then ordered the Deputy Attorney General... To fire the special prosecutor. Okay. Um, but he also resigned. Okay. Because he didn't want to fire him. He's like, no, I'm good. He's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> uh, Nixon searched for someone in the Justice Department willing to fire the, spe- spe- <laughs> the, spe- the special prosecutor. Ended with the Solicitor General. Um, though he believed, he said he believed Nixon's order was valid and appropriate. He did consider resigning to avoid being perceived as a man who did the, pres- the president's be- bidding in order to save my job. <laughs> Oh he carried it out and said, okay, fine, I'll fire. Yeah. No big deal. Fine, I'm not going to resign. <laughs> so, 
The Nixon administration struggled to decide what material to release. Okay. They're being subpoenaed. Yeah. They're like, we got to release something. Yeah. Like, give, give the people something. <laughs> um, all parties involved agreed that all pertinent information should be released. Um, whether to release unedited profanity and vulgar <laughs> vulgarity divided his advisors. Um, his legal team favored releasing the tapes unedited. The press secretary huh. obviously was like, um, let's let's do a little editing here, yeah. shall we? <laughs> Something I don't do. <laughs> we should we should hire. we should hire yeah. that guy. <laughs> um, so I hope you they can hear me because I'm really like this. Um, so um, after several weeks of debate, they decided to release an edited version. Okay. Uh, Nixon announced the release of the transcripts in a speech to the nation on April 29th, 1974, mm-hmm. and he noted that any audio pertinent to national security information could be redacted from the released tapes. But the House Judiciary Committee was like, nah, <laughs> we, we want them all. No, we're good. Uh, so the editors of the Chicago Tribune, okay. which was a newspaper that supported Nixon, this oh. was after listening to the tapes, okay. wrote uh, that he Nixon is humorless to the point <laughs> of being inhumane. <laughs> he is devious. He is v- a big word that starts with a V. I don't know how to say it. Vindictive. Um, he is profane. He is willing to be led. He dismays gaps in knowledge. Wowzer. He is suspicious of his staff. Ooh. Uh, his loyalty is minimal. <laughs> Uh, the Providence Journal wrote, reading the transcripts is an, an is an emetic experience. One comes away feeling unclean. Um, also saying that while the transcripts may not have revealed an indictable offense, they showed Nixon contemptuous of the United States, its institutions, and its people. Hmm. Um, according to Time Magazine, the Republican Party lo- leaders in the Western U.S. felt... While there remains a significant number of Nixon loyalists in the party, the majority believe that Nixon should step down as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. So Nixon's position was becoming increasingly precarious. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, oh no. Oopsie poopsie. Um, on February 6th, 1974, the House of Representatives approved a, a resolution giving the Judiciary Committee authority to investigate impeachment of the president hmm. on july 27 1974 the house judiciary committee voted 27 to 11 to recommend the first article of impeachment against the president okay obstruction of justice okay uh the committee recommended the second article abuse of power on J- july 29th uh the next day on the 30th uh the committee recommended the third article contempt of congress mm-hmm. uh and then the house off on the 20th of august the house the house authorized the printing of the committee report which included the text of the resolution impeaching nixon and setting forth articles of impeachment against him um on august 5th so before the authorized printing uh the white house released a previously unknown audio tape from june 23rd 1972 which was recorded only a few days after the break-in mm-hmm and it documented the initial stages of the cover-up. Interesting. Uh, so it revealed that Nixon and his chief of staff had a meeting in the Oval Office, during which they discussed how to stop the FBI from continuing its, in, continuing its investigation of the break-in. Oh as they recognized there was a high risk in their position, this <laughs> scandal might be revealed. Ooh, you think? So this is what 
his chief of staff said. Okay. Uh, the democratic break-in thing. We're back. <laughs> to, we're back to the in the the problem area because the FBI is not under control because Gray doesn't know doesn't exactly know how to control them and they have their investigation is now leading to some productive areas oh and goodness. it goes in some directions we don't want to go. <laughs> okay. So after explaining how the money from the <laughs> CRP was traced to the burglars, yeah. um, Very easily. his chief of staff was explained to Nixon the cover-up plan. <laughs> oh, no. He said, the way to handle this now is for us to have the CIA call the FBI and just say, stay the hell out of this. This is a business. We don't want you to go any further. No. Stay out of no. here. Okay. No, no. Like, look the other way. Uh, Nixon approved the plan. Great. Uh, after he was given more information about the involvement of his campaign in the break-in, uh, he said, all right, fine. I understand it all. We won't second-guess Mitchell and the rest. Um, returning to the use of the CIA to obstruct the FBI, uh, Nixon instructed his chief of staff, you call them in. Good, good deal. Play, play it tough. That's the way they play it, and that's the way we are going to play it. Great, great, great. Great. So this was known as the smoking gun tape. Sure. Because it's basically Nixon knew about it and he's actively trying to and approving a cover about it. Yeah. Uh, So the ten congressmen who had voted against all three articles of impeachment in the House Judiciary Committee um, announced they would support the impeachment article, accusing Nixon of obstructing justice when the articles came up before the House. Mm So, faced with basically the inevitability that he was going to be impeached and removed from office, Uh the writing was on the wall. Yeah. Like, you're going to be impeached, dude. Yeah. Um, And if you want to know more about impeachment, listen to an episode Uh, from, like, last year where we brilliantly go over impeachment. Whenever the election was. Some, yeah. I did impeachment, didn't I? You did. Mm -hmm. Uh, electoral college or something. It was poorly done. Mine part was. <laughs> Yours was flawless. So basically, Nixon decided to resign. Okay. Yep. Probably. Uh, so <laughs> in a nationally televised address from the Oval Office on the evening of August 8th, 1974, uh-huh. the president said, in part, um, and this is just kind of like a excerpt, um, in all the decisions I have made in my public life, I've always tried to do what was best for the nation. Yeah, really? Let's think about that for a second. Okay. Uh, There's a reason they called him Tricky Dick. (laughs) Uh, Throughout the long and difficult period of Watergate, I have felt it was my duty to preserve, to make every possible effort to complete the term of the office to which you elected me. In the past few days, however, it has become evident to me that I no longer have a strong political base in Congress to justify continuing that effort. As long as there was such a base, I felt strongly that it was necessary to see the constitutional process through to its conclusion, that to do otherwise would be unfaithful to the spirit of the deliberately difficult process and a dangerously destabilizing precedent for the future. He goes on to say, I have never been a quitter. To leave office office before my term is complete is abhorrent to every instinct in my body, but as president... I must put the interests of America first. America needs a full-time president and a full-time Congress, particularly at this time with problems we face at home and abroad. Hmm. To continue to fight through the months ahead for my personal 
vindication would almost totally absorb the time and attention of both the president and the Congress in a period where our entire focus should be on the great issues of peace abroad and prosperity without inflation at home. Therefore, I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. Vice President Gerald Ford will be sworn in as the president at that hour in this office. So, he resigned. He did. Here comes Gerald Ford, Mr. President. (laughs) So, with Nixon's resignation... Congress dropped its impeachment proceedings. Uh, criminal prosecution, though, was still a possibility oh, at the federal level. Okay. Um, but Gerald Ford, now President Gerald Ford, he pardoned uh, him. Uh-huh, mm. Uh huh. Issued a full and unconditional pardon of Nixon, Im- immunizing him from prosecution for any crimes he had committed or may have not committed or taken part in as president. <laughs> so stupid. And Nixon continued to proclaim his innocence until his death in 1994. Uh, uh, so it wasn't me. It wasn't me. The Watergate scandal... Red hand it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, the Watergate scandal resulted in 69 <laughs> government, <laughs> government officials being charged and 48 being found guilty. Of note, uh, wow. G. Gordon Liddy, remember him from the Liddy, beginning? Liddy, I do. Uh, he was convicted of masterminding the burglary, and he was originally sentenced of up to 20 years in prison. Is mastermind the right word? Master- <laughs> it was his idea. I know, but mastermind was that he, mi- he, he minded it. <laughs> he, <laughs> he just flat out minded it. Wrote it down it. on a napkin. He's <laughs> like, hey guys, got a... I don't think master's involved. Got a thought coming through the old <laughs> noggin. Uh, he ended up serving four and a half years oh, in federal wow. prison. Okay. And E. Howard Hunt, mm-hmm. um, who was also convicted of masterminding and overseeing the burglary, uh, was originally sentenced up to 35 years in prison, and wow. he served 33 months. Oh, oh 33 months. <laughs> I thought we were going to say years. Nope. And so that is uh, wow, Watergate. Wow, interesting. And what happened. Uh, good job. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Very good. All right. All right, now June seventh on uh, this day. On this day, baby. All right, sixteen sixty-five. Ooh. The Great Plague of London Ooh. starts. <laughs> um, was it really great? It was so great. It was bad. <laughs> um, apparently, they would mark your house with a red cross in London's dreary lane, which I believe isn't that where the muffin is? Is where the muffin. <laughs> Did he get the plague? Did the Muffin Man get the plague? <laughs> no word on the Muffin Man's plague um, <gasps> status. We need to know. <laughs> this is information we need. But anyways, if someone was infected, they would cross their door and they had to be locked in un- for 40 days or until their death. <laughs> so COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, 1893, Gandhi's first act of civil disobedience. Didn't look up what it was, but he, he just, did it. He did it. Um, nineteen thirteen, the first verifiable ascent of the main summit of Denali, Ooh. North America's highest mountain. Nineteen twenty-four, George Lee Mallory disappears seven hundred and seventy-five <gasps> yeah. feet from Everest summit, which is that's just such a bummer. He was found a few years later. Was he? Yeah. Did he make it to the top? No. Um, but they found it was his body. So close. Yeah, they found his body. It was like in 1990 something. They found his um, 
his body on the mountains, which Everest is so interesting. Yes, there's so like, many bodies there's there. There's so many bodies there. So many bodies. So many bodies. And okay, it's too dangerous well, to move them. I would, yeah. Because of, like, where they are and also, like, the amount of oxygen it would take to, like, carry somebody down the mountain. Haul them, schlop them back. Yeah. <laughs> and they're basically a frozen ball of ice. Okay. <laughs> also, R.I.P. to George Lee Mallory. Okay. 1929, Vatican City becomes a sovereign state. Vatican City. Been there. 1939, George VI and Elizabeth become the first king queen of Britain to visit the USA. Come on over. over. That's, I feel like that's late, though. Well, uh, well, they didn't like us for a long that's time. True, Remember the true, tea in the true, harbor? Yeah, 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 yeah. King George III. King George. <laughs> Not so happy. <laughs> 1968, Sirhan Sirhan is indicted for the assassination of who I talked about earlier, U.S. Senator Robert F. Kennedy. Did you talk about him earlier? Oh, you did. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the Kennedys for sure. In 1989, for one second, it was... 123 and 45 seconds on 6, 7, 89. <gasps> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. That's beautiful. 1993. Yeah. Prince celebrates his birthday by changing his name to an unpronounceable symbol. The love symbol. Not the pie symbol, as I have thought it's, for most of my life. <laughs> it is not the pie symbol. It has nothing to do with pie. Okay, that's all I have. Uh, I have, actually, that was the only one that we have the same one. Oh, wow. I have different ones. Yeah. Okay, tell me. So, in 1892, okay. a Creole shoemaker named Homer Plessy Homer. buys a whites-only train ticket to New Orleans in an act of civil disobedience. Oh, he was not a white. Uh, which the, it actually results in the landmark U.S. Supreme Court case, Plessy versus Ferguson. <gasps> oh. So separate but equal. Huh. Yeah. Great. Muscle. Right? Uh, <laughs> That's good, right? 1955, the first president to appear on color TV. Ooh. Dwight D. Eisenhower. Dwight D. Dwight D. And he's not a looker. <laughs> like, he could have done without he it. He could have. He could have <laughs> stayed just with radio. Just keep he's on radio. He had a face for radio. He had a face for Let's radio. Definitely not one for color <laughs> TV. He would do terrible in the world of HD. Oh, goodness. Me too. Oof. Yeah, same. <laughs> Um, 1965, uh, the Supreme Court of the United States decides on Griswold versus Connecticut. Nothing to do with oh, family vacation. Excited. Oh, um, I was thinking uh, Harry Potter. Oh, I was thinking family <laughs> vacation and Clark Griswold. Uh, Griswold, which was Johnny Depp. That's Grindelwald. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I have to go to bed. <laughs> No, you just gotta watch more Harry Potter. Yes, you know I don't. I really haven't watched those ones. The They're ones. good. I just watched the new Dumbledore one. <gasps> it's on HBO. You're ahead of me. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Dumbledore. I mean Jude. Jude Law. Dumbledore. Jude Law is Dumbledore. Jude Law can. Yeah, he's fine. Anywho, uh, <laughs> so he's doing fine. He's doing great. Facial wise. Um, Griswold versus Connecticut, uh, which effectively legalized the use of contraception by married couples. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's, you know. You know. Not have 20 babies. Give married couples the option. (laughs) That'd be great. That would be great. You know what? They could call it Planned Parenthood. What? (gasps) Nope. Nope. Let's uh, shoot those up. Yeah, boop, boom. Uh, In 2018, the Mars Curiosity rover (gasps) found organic material, including methane, on Mars. In studies published in the journal 
Science. <laughs> what is it about? <laughs> Not science. It's math. <laughs> it's about math. Language arts. Oh, Social no. studies. <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> May the RIP. I only they have one. In 2015, Sir Christopher Lee. He was the other wizard was he in Sar- Lord of the Rings. Saruman? He was not Ian McKellen. He was, <laughs> he yeah, was the he bad was the bad one. guy. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I one. have three. Okay, great. Um, the first one, 1329. Okay. Don't ask me who he is. <laughs> Don't I, ask me why. Why is he on the list? He's a national hero, but his <laughs> name is Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> What's a Bruce? I don't know. <laughs> But he was Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. King of the Scots. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Because throw in three first names. <laughs> the? He's not a first name. Yeah. Robert, Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce. King of the Scots. Oh, that's the third. I see. There we I, go. See, I see. I <laughs> see. Robert the Bruce. I. He was a national hero. Apparently. Sure. Of to the, the Scots. Scots. Yeah. Who isn't, though? <laughs> he drank a lot and, like, threw a log. Somehow. Somehow. More killed. More killed. Oh, he's great at the bagpipes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Love a bagpipe. <laughs> uh, 1866, Chief Seattle. Oh. Yeah. R.I.P. And then 1954, Alan Turing, who was a British mathematician and computer scientist pioneer. Was he uh, in the magazine Science as well? He was in the magazine Science. <laughs> um, no, he did the... Um, he worked in the Second World War. He helped crack the Nazi code. Uh, was he Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes. Yes. Okay. I've seen that movie. Yeah. So that's him. R.I.P. R.I.P. All right. B-Day. Happy birthday. 1952. Liam Neeson. The Linnese. The Linnese. Uh, heartthrob. Taken. Taken heartthrob. Just taken. 1958, of course, we have Prince. We talked about Prince. 1974, we have Bear Grylls, <laughs> a.k.a. So funny. Edward Grylls. His name's Bear. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. 1978, Bill Hader. Ooh. 1988, Michael Sarah. Same year as me. I didn't know he was Canadian. He seems like it. Did you know he was Canadian? I didn't, but now that you say it. I, I mean, it makes sense. But <laughs> I did deep I down in my heart. I had no idea he was Canadian. <laughs> uh, 1990, Iggy Azalea. Ah, did you what? <laughs> 1991, Fetty Wap. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Willie Maxwell II. What? You don't? No. Oh, he has one of his eyes is white. So he's like. He's a rapper. Oh, you would recognize one of his songs. Okay. I'll play it for you. Probably. After. Okay. I can't think of one off the top, but. Okay. Fetty um, Wap. Oh, my gosh. I don't know I who Fetty Wap is. I always call it, you know, that town in North Dakota, Federal Way. <laughs> oh, you call it Fetty Wap? Fetty Wap Way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, Go on, your turn. Uh, happy birthday, 1917, to Dean Martin. Oh, happy birthday, Dean. Who, his actual name was Dino Paul Crocchetti. <gasps> he's a Paul. He's, he's a, a Paul. middle name Paul. He's a middle name we Paul. We talked about this. We have a theory about middle name Pauls. Where we have a, a hypothesis that <laughs> is being tested currently. I mean, right now, it's pretty on brand. It's on, yeah. Um, it's working. I out. actually have a funny story about Dean Martin. So my grandma okay. loves Dean Martin. Sure. Loves Dean Martin. Okay. So when my aunt was younger, uh-huh. she got so upset one night and was crying. And my grandma was trying to be like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And she goes, you're going to leave dad for <laughs> Dean Martin. Oh, no, she grandma. Was so worried. My grandma was going to leave my grandpa for Dean Martin. Oh, no. Did she? She did not. Know. Oh, darn. She did not know. <laughs> no. But I bet she would have. She has a chance. If she could have. If she could have. Um, <laughs> who among us? And then uh, 1981, Larissa Olenek, who is an American actress, has been in uh, such hits as uh, <laughs> The Secret World of Alex Mack. Okay. Which was my favorite show because the first time it was a female character sure. named Alex. Yes. Okay. That I remember. Okay. Um, and yes, I know Flashdance. Her name is Alex, too, but... My first experience was Alex Max. Leave me alone. Go away. Uh, she correction. was Bianca in Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yep. That's not Julia Stiles. Yep. And then she also, this one specifically for you. Oh. She was Alyssa in Third Rock from the Sun. Yep. Yeah, she was. I love that show. So <laughs> I only bring that up for you because John Thank Lithgow you. still scares Lithgow the crap out of me. It's great. That was a great show. He frightens me. Excuse me. I can't do it. That's fine. He's in another, like, show coming up, I think, where he plays, like, a somebody. Sure. <laughs> I bet he does. I bet he does it well. I bet he's in a show and I bet he's acting. <laughs> he was also in Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, and he I also was the, the Trinity first... Killer in Dexter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse the pants off me. I do know that. Uh, yep, I did know that. <laughs> so All right, that's well. who uh, Larissa Olenek is. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to her. Her and Freddy Wap. Her and Freddy Wap. And Prince. <laughs> Prince. Mostly Prince. Mostly, mostly Prince. HBD and R.I.P. You Jehovah's Witness who does not celebrate your birthday. We will do it for you. Do Jehovah's Witnesses, are they heaven people? I, I think so. Well, congrats. <laughs> Hope you're in heaven. Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. Let's end this. Oh, man, it's raining. It's raining. Um, it's raining. Uh, we are back next week with yeah. more Pyramid. Yes, the next level. Next level. I don't know what it is, G-B-D. but we'll get there. G-B-D. Uh, well, we love you. And we mean it. And goodbye. goodbye. Oh, no. Uh-oh. I got- oh, no. <laughs> I'm stuck. Oh, no. I'm no, stuck. No. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. <laughs> She's turtling. Okay, we got it. I'm turtling. <laughs> I even...